Today is the first time that I have ever had a problem with trying to record an episode. Why? Because I speak the truth, I say the truth, and I don't think this person will ever listen because they flat out told me that they've only listened to their interview and they've never listened to anything else. But it's just put me in an awkward position. (laughs) And I don't like it. Bottom line, I was given an opportunity to do something. I did it. Somebody's name didn't get mentioned, and it upset this person. And this person, you know, admitted that they saw a marketing opportunity and went ahead and posted their website and everything so people could go and see them. Well, it aggravated somebody, not me but someone that was reading this post and they decided they would never go see this person because they thought it was tacky that the person advertised during my testimonial. But that's neither here nor there. Bottom line is, I have been very, very vocal from the very beginning. I was diagnosed by my OT. I was being measured for a wheelchair. This OT, my stomach, this OT is now my fasciologist. I became her very first patient, and I pay her every time I see her. When my fee went up because she felt she needed to be fair to other people, my fee went up. I have referred numerous people to her. I've never gotten a referral fee. And I don't make any money when I refer you to her. And I don't make any money when I say the name Ashley Black. The only thing I have intended to do with this podcast is to share that I got better by working on my fascia. If it was not for having the guidance of my fasciologist, I would not be where I am right now. If it was not for those tools, I would not be where I am right now. But now it's up to me to spread the word and to share and to let you know that daggum, a little bit of stress totally wears my body completely down. And it never did with this illness. I was on such a high because I thought I had done something good. And then I went down on such a low because I didn't come across maybe the way I wanted to. And I know I'm kind of being abstract and kind of being out there, but read between the lines or whatever you want to do, but the bottom line is I'm, I'm, I just want to help people. <laughs> That's it. I just want people to know that you're not alone with this illness, and I want people to know that I understand what it's like to be gaslit, And I do give credit where credit is due. 
I have told the story of how I was diagnosed, and I am so grateful that that person came into my life. I am so forever grateful. I've also been blessed to run across some really good PTs until they weren't. And today, I ran across my new favorite. Her name is Sarah. We're just going to call her Sarah. Because, what was that? Was it Jefferson Airplane or Jefferson Starship? When they changed their name, I don't know what year that came out to make them. I think they might have been Jefferson Airplane maybe by the time that song came out because that was in the 80s didn't really care much for the song but i like that but then sarah smile i love that by holland oats but sarah just loved me some sarah because this is what happened because i was so devastated because i thought i hurt someone because i i wasn't in a position where i could go into depth talking about this person during a certain situation so it just broke my heart, and it just made me feel like like pond scum, like, oh, just horrible. Well, what that did to my body was just take me down to the lowest of lows. So I had to get up this morning for my postural restoration therapy appointment. I didn't want to get up out of bed. I couldn't move. I just didn't want to function. I felt like, what good am I? I'm not doing any good for anybody. I I thought I did something good and you know I you know I didn't uh, you know I hurt somebody's feelings cuz I wasn't able to you know go into detail about how much they've done for me in my life but I have done that almost every podcast episode I've brought this person up and I've dedicated uh shows to them and numerous, numerous interviews of people that have seen this person that I've referred to to speak. So bottom line is I've never meant to hurt anybody if I ever have. I, I promise you that. I just want to connect people. And I want people to be happy <laughs> and not feel like crap. Because this illness makes you feel like crap. So this morning, I just, I kept thinking, what's the point? What's the point in going to another postural restoration person? Because, you know, I upset Cindy Hartman, you know, because I quit going to see her. I mean, I just feel like I've devastated so many people. And I never really thought I was that important. But, you know... I speak my mind, and I'm very straightforward, except right now, right? But I knew that Cindy Hartman wasn't quite the right person, and I needed more. And I needed to go see this new person today because I've heard good things, and I looked into her background, and I just said, I, I need to go. And as I was lying in bed, I said, nope. I'm not going to put my feet on the floor because that's just going to give me another opportunity to screw something up. And how long do I have anyway because my body's going to break down. So just forget it. I'm not going to go. I don't need to go. That's just more money that I'm going to have to spend. And I'm still paying off the last PT. 
So I just was lying in bed going, I'm not going to go. So I was making excuses. So I called and I canceled the appointment. And then I was lying there going, this is just like the house cleaners. If I don't go, I won't be able, I mean, I've been bragging about the fact that I was going to go see this postural restoration person and I, I was going to come away with good things and then I'm going to have to sit there and say I gave up and I didn't go and that's not like me to give up and not go. So I called back and said I'll be able to make it and then I was lying in bed and then I called back to cancel it again and then she said we can see you up until this time and then I thought okay. You're being an idiot, Christy. Get your ass out of bed and get down there and see these people. You have tried all morning to cancel the appointment, and for some reason, they are doing everything to make it possible so you can come in. So, I swallowed all the sadness that I felt like I put upon people and said, I've got to get my body in shape. I've got to go. I got up. I went to this appointment, and I am so happy that I did, because Sarah has put me, here we go, I pulled paperwork, in shoe jail. That is right, shoe jail. So, she said to me all of the right things. She asked me why I was there. I said, I want to be able to breathe into my diaphragm. I want to be able to stand upright. I want to be able to have longer time uh, up with my family in the day. I said, I need somebody to tell me what I'm not doing properly. And she says, well, that's a lot. You know, very few people come in saying what you said, that you want to breathe into your diaphragm. She goes, those are pretty big, you know, things that you're looking for. And I'm like, no, I don't think so. It's no more, no less than just being able to live a normal, average, everyday life. And she said, I'm going to look at you from your whole body. She says, I'll be honest with you. I still have more postural restoration courses to take. She goes, I can't help you much with the cranial and all of that. She said in the jaw, but I can tell you that it has a lot to do with your balance. She said, and I'm connected with people, and if I don't know what I'm doing, I will call those people to help you. And she said, we're going to start from the bottom up, and right now you need new shoes. She took my shoes, and she folded them up into a taco, and I've got those Skechers slip-ins. And she said, these are horrible, horrible shoes. And I said, okay. She goes, you should never be able to put your shoe and squeeze it like a taco. She goes, it should only have been right at the part where your foot bends, where your toes are grouped, right? So, at, you know, like right about the ball of your foot. So she said, you're going to have to get a certain pair of shoes. Now, God forbid, I'm telling you what, I just bought a pair of Skechers that's on its way, and I'm going to have to send it back because I have to get Brooks Glycerin GTS-20s or Brooks Adrenaline 22. She said... Your ability to stand comes from the feet up. And she goes, and we've got to get your core right. She goes, you're breathing more than 20,000 times a day. We've got to get your breathing right. And you are in constant flight, 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 and fight, and flight, fight mode. And then you're 
trying to put your body into rest and relaxation mode, and it's not going to happen. She goes, so your body's fighting itself, and we've got to stop it from fighting itself. So I left with two things, a list of exercises that I'm to do, and it's like sitting in a chair. Let's see, what does it say? Because I never remember, nothing scripted. I just come on and chat, and that's why it was so hard for me to start today because if I sat there and said names and said everything, I mean, it would just get to a point and I don't need to, and I just like to talk, and, well, I don't plan anything, but I have papers right now because these are my exercises. One is where you're sitting and you keep your trunk rounded and your knees at or above hip level. And all you do is work on shifting your weight from your thigh to your knee and back. I'm not quite sure what it's supposed to do, but I'm supposed to stand up and focus on putting my left inner heel on the ground. I need to be able to feel my left heel on the ground and then feel my toe on the ground. That's what I'm supposed to be able to do. And I have a list of shoes that I need to look for. And I'm cheap. And if I've got to spend that, hey, I'm almost done. I right, love you. My husband just came home. My son's at work. So I've got to look up these shoes, and I don't think they're going to be cheap. But Sarah has told me that I need to get appropriate shoes because I need to have the power of my heel. <laughs> I need to be able to feel from the floor up. So that's all I'm allowed to do. I need to get new shoes and I need to work on standing and having my right foot a little bit forward while I'm concentrating on feeling my heel into the floor and my left big toe. And she was talking about how, how important it is when your heel goes down that is what centers you, and then you're supposed to be able to take that step, and when you take that step, you rock off on your big toe. And, and I said rock off. <laughs> Get your rocks off. But, yeah, you rock off, and, and, and it's supposed to be a, a fluid motion. And, and they always say motion is lotion for your fascia. I just... I just said that, actually. I don't think I've ever heard that. It probably sounds really stupid. But it is true. We do need motion in order to lubricate our fascia. So I like that. Motion is lotion for your fascia. So, yeah, we'll stick with that. I like that. So that's what I left with today. And then they sat there and figured out how they put me down two times a week. There's two people that specialize in this and they've got me with these two people and they're bound and determined to help me get to where I'll have longevity 
and I and I'll get to the point that I could balance myself. As I've always said, you need a village of people to work with you. I was raised by a single mother. Look how I turned out. Uh, you know, <laughs> my mom probably needed more help with me than you can imagine. Just imagine. I'm sure I was quite the handful. But it has taken a village to keep me going now and a hell of a lot of money. And that's why I share with you so that you don't have to spend the money on doing the things that I've learned. Or I can hopefully help you cut to the chase and get you to that right person. Because working on your fascia is, is what you need to do. And when you have EDS, we have to be careful because we can hurt ourselves. But if you can have a fasciologist work on you, my goodness, buy the tool and take the tool to your massage therapist and ask them if they feel confident enough to use the tool on your body. Because you're, you've got somebody that's already knowledgeable about the body and about your body specifically. And then they just need to use this tool and they're not going to be, they're not going to hurt you and you're not going to hurt yourself, but I'm just trying to help you get to where you can start getting to feeling better if you don't have a fasciologist near you. So there we go. So now I've got my fasciologist. I've gone from weekly appointments to we're graduating now to I'm going to every two weeks. I'm excited. This is my first time in almost two years that I'm now going to be able to go to two weeks. My next appointment isn't until September 13th. Now, if you could see me right now, I look like I've been beaten up. My left side is of my face is kind of bruised and swollen. I didn't get to the ice pack fast enough. And my right side when she was working on me today, there's so much. There was so much popping and and stuff going on, and she was repositioning things in my body, things that I I could I just said this is where I hurt, and it took the skilled hands of my fasciologist to be able to put those areas back into place. When I came home, I popped in the shower and I worked on the fascia on my thighs, the wrinkles on my face, and that big indentation I've been trying to get rid of since 1989. And I'm doing a 30-day challenge on that. So I look pretty beaten up. And I'm hurting a little bit, but it's like healing hurting. And... I am so grateful that I got myself out of bed to go to that appointment. And I'm so glad that I got out of the funk that I was in. Because as I said, my intention is to never take credit for something I didn't do. And I I, I give credit where credit is due. And my intention is only to try to bring people together. And I don't know where I would be right now if these people hadn't come into my life. 
And the fact that I can't get up and go out to work, but I was fortunate enough to have a husband that figured out how I could start a podcast on my phone. I feel very fortunate and I feel like I have a purpose and all I want to do is share and spread the word about working on your fascia. Now, whether or not you do it by yourself or you get a fasciologist, you have your massage therapist do it, I don't care. You just need to work on your fascia. And like I just said, love to coin that, motion is lotion for your fascia. I'm sure it's been said somewhere. It's just like I'd like to take the credit for coming up with the term fasciologist. I'm putting lotion on my hands now. Remember, you can multitask. You could do Kegels right now. Are you doing Kegels? Kegels are very important. You could be doing that while I'm sitting here chatting with you. So that's the one thing. But I do. I do believe in trying to multitask. And multitasking is not something that I've been able to do for quite some time. So this is about the closest I can get to it. Talking to you and putting lotion on. So, trying very hard to get back to, let's see, there we go, putting the lotion on, saying that motion is, is lotion. Like I said, I, I'd like to be able to say I coined the, the phrase fashologist, but I'm sure I did not. It's just, I mean, I, I mean, it's a common thing. I mean, anybody could have come up with it, and I'm sure that Ashley Black's probably the one that came up with it. It was just, I was the first person in my circle to say it and it sounded like it was good so that popped up so when I say motion is lotion for your fascia I'm saying that you have to get up and move and you have to be able to feed your fascia you know get out the toxins like today I need to be drinking lots of water to release the toxins from all the adhesions that were in my body that were released. I need to rest. I left the house at about 9.30 and I just sat down at 5.52 to sit down and chat with you. So I had been up all that time. During that time, I went to postural restoration therapy which was an hour's drive. I went to my fasciologist. I had to go in the sauna. I had an hour, you know, the treatment. Then I had to leave there and go straight to pick up my son. Came home, I needed to feed my son. Started a load of laundry. Was trying to put the dishes up. Oh, oh, we found the cup. We found the cup. So that right there is enough to Help me get focused and realize my life is not falling apart. If you listen to yesterday's episode, I was all in disarray because we lost the cup and I had no idea where the cup was. And I'm like, that's just showing that I have no focus. I have no control in my life and I'm losing control. Well, thank goodness my husband found the cup. I Weirdest thing, we're the dishwashers. We don't have a dishwasher in the house. So, you know... I think it was like you wash the dishes and they were sitting in the dish drainer and 
we boil water every day almost for sweet tea because we make sweet tea, you know, and put it in the refrigerator. And so I have this pot for boiling water. So I put that pot on top of the dishes, and I guess when I went to put it up, I didn't look in it. I picked it up and just put it right in the cupboard. Well, yesterday, well, actually this morning, my husband pulled the pot out to put water in it to make some tea, and there was the cup. I guess with the water, I guess it suctioned or something to the bottom of the pot, and it like sucked to the pot, and that's where it went. So I did not see it when I put it up, and he saw it putting it out. So I feel like I'm going in the right direction. Life is good because we found the cup. So very, very happy. Life is good. I can only go up from here, right? So now that I sat down, I can kind of feel my body just going Girl, you should have, I probably shouldn't be like, girl, because that doesn't really work for me. But young lady, you should have sat down a long time ago because that was too long for my body to be up. But I needed to sit down. I needed to do my podcast because that's my daily obligation. And I wanted to be rested before my husband came home. So I could be a part of, her. oh, the wash machine's just going off. So I could be a part of hopefully, you know, hopefully fixing some dinner and eating something because I need to make myself eat. But this is the most clear-headed, might not sound like it to you, but this is truly the good, I feel for my family. They're with me all the time. But this is the most clear my mind has been in almost two weeks. I have felt overwhelmed. I have felt um, just at a loss. I have felt like my body's just in this hole. And I felt pain. And then to have things turn around where I get to have my appointment with my fasciologist, it hurts the aftermath of it and it's bothering me a little bit i wish we had gotten to this one little spot but i'm not too worried about it i'm going to work on that area myself but i got connected to my new postural restoration person i got sarah i'm going to look up shoes i was able to schedule an inspection for my husband i'm working on appointments for my son i don't feel like the world is crashing down. Now, I did after the incident where I felt like, you know, I possibly could have disrespected somebody, but, you know, it's been brought to my attention. I didn't, so there you go. But just sharing with you the story for the simple reason that that affects us with this illness. How we feel it just, for some reason, is compounded when you have this illness. So I started feeling better, and then I just felt horrible. And then things changed, and I'm like, okay, 
I've got to find the positive because that's just the only way I've made it this far. I'm trying to find the positive so I can stay focused and move forward. And now I feel like that stack of papers isn't something that I can't attack now. I feel like I'm focused again. And I'm thrilled because people have connected with me that I never would have had the opportunity if Ashley Black hadn't given me the opportunity to share my story. Now, of course, people are saying, well, all that's doing is helping her sell more tools or whatever. That's, that's whatever. I wanted to get out of it, more listeners for the podcast, so I could share my story and hear from others so they could share their story. I got what I wanted, and that was a connection with individuals that can help. I'm not going to make any money from it. That's okay. That wasn't my intent. My fashiologist, perhaps because she posted her link and stuff like that, she'll get some some business out of it. I'm not going to get anything out of that except knowing that I was maybe the go-between that helped that person. So that, that means a lot. And I'm so happy because I'm thinking I can put a dent in my paperwork. I'm not dreading the next day anymore. And that's where I've been for about the past two weeks. Just thinking, oh, my lands. I'm going to go to sleep, but I haven't made a difference today. I'm just now starting to feel a little bit better. And then tomorrow I've got to start all over again. And I'm afraid of where I'm physically going to be and where I'm mentally going to be. And that's just no way to live, not knowing how something is going to be every day because this illness changes every day. So when I'm done here, I'm going to write down the people that I need to contact that have asked me to call them that want to come on the show. I've got to do, they always tell me to do a spreadsheet, but I can't figure that stuff out. So I just am a sticky nose, a sticky nose. (laughs) I have sticky fascia, but I'm a sticky note person. So I need to go and open up my big folder and push my papers around and write down exactly what it is I need to do, make my list of the people I need to call, and I need to fix myself something to eat. I need to be appreciative of what I've been able to accomplish today and know that tomorrow I'm going to have the opportunity to make a dent in this mountain of to-dos that I've given myself. It's miserable when you feel lost. It's miserable when you feel like you're not 
accomplishing anything. It's miserable when you feel like you're just barely getting by. I'm probably going to cry when I see the price of these tennis shoes, but I'm going to go ahead and look at it. I'm going to follow Miss Sarah because she said everything right. So there you have it. I'm going to leave you with that. Be kind to one and all, (laughs) mostly to yourself. Be kind to yourself, but look at your feet. Are you wearing the right shoes? And apparently, it's a bigger deal than what I thought, because looking at this paperwork, uh, let's see, the right shoe can make, let's look at this. I haven't even looked at it yet. The right shoe can make and or break your program. Every time you stand up, your whole body is influenced by your feet. The proper shoe can provide more control of the heel, bone, and arch, sensory guidance for proper gait mechanics, and or cushion to sense the foot's impact on your body. Wow, that's cool. That's all things that are important to us because of our kinesthesia issues, not being able to feel where we are. So my PRI trained therapist should ensure that my shoe is a shoe that meets those objectives. And that's why when I went in for my therapy session today, she tested my pelvis, my my thorax, and my neck. And there's a whole reason behind these shoes as to which ones to get because one is like, well, this is a great overall shoe for average arch individuals for heel, arch, and big toe sense during the gait cycle with a wider toe box. And then there's the best shoe to assist with floor sense. The inner assist patients to feel the floor under the shoe versus the foot inside of the shoe. So all of these things that I never thought about. But that's the big deal. That's where we're we're focusing on today is the feet and getting the proper shoe. So I am going to go check out these Brooks, as it looks like glycerin, it's probably pronounced, but there's a glycerin and a glycerin, but the GTS 20, and they're a semi-rigid midfoot guide rail shoe, whatever the heck that means, but she told me that my big toes don't bend the way they're supposed to, like they don't operate properly. So, and and that my sketcher slip-ons don't allow my heel to feel the floor, if that makes sense. She was saying that when I'm stepping down, because there is no support in the heel of my sketcher's slip-ons, that that sets me up for the path for disaster because I take that step and when I take that step, my heel isn't recognizing that it's on the floor and then another part of my body starts working and as my foot is moving on, it's not grasping that I'm doing a heel-toe walk. Other parts of my body are doing stuff so other muscles are compensating 
for the ones that aren't. So that is why she said it's so important. And she put me in shoe jail because she said I wasn't going to be able to get anywhere until I had the appropriate shoe. So that's how we'll finish. I said we were going to finish a minute ago, but I kept on. Well, I can because I have no boss. It's what I do. But my husband is home and I want to be able to spend time with him and I need to eat. That's another thing. Have you eaten today? Have you done your AWOL zebra agendas? Have you done your at least three things? And if you couldn't, it's okay. Take care of your body. Take care of you. And if you have a story to tell or if you have somebody that you think would like to use the tools on you but they aren't sure, please feel free to message me and I'll get you to the right people. I'll help you find somebody to help you because I'm telling you, once your insides start feeling better, you start being able to live. And, and that's the biggest thing. Being stuck in bed and then the past two weeks, mentally, I was just completely drained because it was the first flare that I had that wasn't really associated with pain. So I didn't know how to adapt to that. I'm going to listen to my body. I'm starting to get tired. I'm not hungry because I have no appetite, but I'm going to make myself eat. And now I'm going to go look out and uh, check out these new shoes and see how much they are. So I'll keep you posted. I want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in. Thank you for stopping by. You uh, can stop whatever it was you were doing. If you were kegeling, you did quite a bit. If you were brushing your hair, painting your nails, or just lying there, I hope you've had a good time because I certainly have. Thanks for being here and thanks for sharing your time with me. I'll look forward to being with you tomorrow because we're going to find out about those shoes. Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra. Have a lovely day.